All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us. We are streaming live on Facebook today again because we are a little bit blocked on YouTube at the moment. Um, but we will eventually put this on YouTube on the weekend. Okay. So uh, for now, you can watch it here on my personal profile, and then I will move it. I'll, I'll share it on in the group, the Awakened Happiness Now group as well after the show. But please do watch it there as well. And of course, the podcast will be fine. You'll be able to <laughs> watch it or listen to it there at any time. So today we are doing a live Q&A call with Neha. She is back with us to talk about uh, DNA astrology and healing for generations and just anything to do with that. We're going to talk about a little bit about karma, a little bit about um, soul desire, what that is, how that helps, what that means. We're going to talk a little bit about planetary karma, some remedies. Um, what those are, and of course, your questions. So for those of you who don't know Neha, she was on our show earlier this month, and um, she is an empowerment coach, a DNA astrologer, a tarot reader, and numerologist, and she guides you to your limitless opportunities. She shows you the path to break negative karmic patterns using ancient tools and divinities of DNA astrology, tarot, numerology, and empowerment coaching. And as she says, life is a dance between the comfort zone and the big wide world, which is filled with opportunities and both are equally important. And with her years of experience through readings and coaching, she has been able to successfully support clients through this dance, helping them live a fulfilled life. She has worked 15 plus years in the corporate world and at the peak of which she made the decision towards doing the work that she does today. Thus, the readings and coaching that she offers are realistic and applicable to handle day-to-day real-life pressure situations and feelings. So I love that, the practicality of it, right? It's all about how can I take all this information, all these remedies, all this work into my practical life and apply it there. So Neha, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Thank you, Alara. Thanks for inviting me again. And uh, well, yeah, so this topic has been very near to my heart, Alara, and everybody who's listening that's also because uh, I used to always believe that we have been given a life a life to live uh, of course this was an understanding which I developed much later not when I was in the middle of things but much later that all these ups and downs of life that we go through uh, is also almost like a gift which has been given to us such that as far as possible we can clean out our plate and by this plate, what I mean is that that which hooks our soul to, to earth, to the body, because I don't know if all of you have ever experienced this. And this used to happen with me specifically when I was going through suffering, uh, whether it be physical, whether it be emotional. When I was sleeping, I used to feel like, because obviously when you have slept, uh, your, your, your entire consciousness is not in your body. You are not tethered to your body. You are probably roaming around or your soul is traveling everywhere else, so which is why the sufferings of this body, the emotional and the physical aches, you don't feel it. But there is this time between when you're about to wake up, but you have not woken up. That time is when you realize that, oh, I am capable this, with all of that which is happening around me, with that I am capable of being in tranquility, of being in equanimity. And that period is maybe for a few seconds. 
you know it like it it shifts as soon as we are we have entered our body consciousness whatever pain it is it will hit us again whatever emotional burnout it is it will hit us again so i wanted to have more of that time you know uh, of course we did our study i did my study and you know now i know there is a particular state alpha state beta state theta state etc etc but however i mean that is i mean just before we were having you were having a discussion with somebody where you mentioned something so these states can we hack those in our day to day life and if yes to how far is that possible this curiosity of mine is actually what took me uh, to do what i do right now out of which one of them is very i mean is something which is which i have seen beautiful results with which is what dna astrology is so now the thing is that what is dna astrology dna astrology so it is a form of vedic astrology where popularly vedic astrology is known in today's day and age to predict the future that what will happen with me two years down the line will i get a job when will i get married uh, when will this physical ailment go away etc etc so basically to the future in dna astrology what we do is we look back we look at our past we look at our roots and we from there we try and we uh, we figure out that what is it that i can work on in my life right now the purpose of my life why i have been given birth such that as far as possible i can take my future in my own so what i popularly call what i call it is to have a peep into your past and make certain very informed decisions in your present so that you can live an empowered future so here the way we are working is not from now to forward we are actually working from past to now such that we can have control of our future because i mean not even control like we can ease out our future because come to think about it the only thing that we will ever have control over is right now in the now when we can make decisions and when we can do some actions of course in the past in the last uh, conversation that we had i discussed with you that how is that possible that there are three kind of there are various bifurcations of karmas which is action and to not do an action is also an action but how they can be bifurcated so quickly to sum it up there are three kind of karmas sanchit karma prarabdha karma and kriyaman karma so sanchit karma is a huge pool of karmas that our soul has accumulated over lifetimes over yonis and of course because in this lifetime we are limited by our body we are limited by our mindset we cannot be putting in all our karmas to suffer or to enjoy in one life so what we do is that we scoop out certain top level uh lessons that we need to learn and uh, the environment that we would want to have to learn those lessons so we scoop those out that is known as the prarabdha karma and then the karmas that we are living out in any given moment the action in action etc whatever we are doing in any given moment those are known as kriyaman karmas so basically come to think about it the only thing that we have in our hand right now is the kriyaman karma that which we can do right now so in a nutshell in dna astrology what we are doing is we are looking at the prarabdha karma uh, especially the ones which are bringing us suffering which are bringing us financial and physical concerns 
and we are seeing that what are those kriyaman karmas what are those karmas in the now what are those actions or sometimes in actions also in the now that i can do so that my slate becomes as clean as possible it becomes as in my control as possible and then of course again we spoke about that how there is a third there is a second kind of verification uh, bifurcation of karmas too which is fixed fixed non fixed and fixed non fixed which is basically fixed karmas are those which you cannot do anything about they have been in inception since a very long time they are they've now become fruits like the fruit is now rotten or the fruit is now ripe you cannot reverse the process of the fruit coming out of the tree you will have to just enjoy or suffer through it the non fixed karmas are those which if we change the soil a bit then we will instantly see results such as the process of weeding out that as soon as we weed out from a garden we instantly see that how that particular plant will shine up and then fixed non fixed which is a mixture that with great effort we will be able to at some point see results in this particular life so basically uh, that would be something like we if we really make the soil fertile for which we would require to make that effort of bringing in those uh, nutrients bringing on and first of all researching what nutrients etc is required so once we gather all of that once we till our land properly and then we use those uh, you know manure a particular kind of manure then a particular kind of fruit can come out but as you can see it will require some effort mm -hmm. and in dna astrology we explore that which part of your karma are fixed that which is where i was thinking inaction instead of wasting your energy on them and trying to so let's say if you have a fixed karma one has a fixed karma of not having a good relationship with their mother hypothetically saying which which is moon and then we go into depth of it it is also liquid cash etc etc i'll just come to that but in any case let's say mother and here we are thinking every second that why isn't she why no matter how much i do for her why is she not speaking to me nicely why am i not enough why is it that every time that i make this humongous effort for her still the only thing that i hear from her is that you could have done that better right <laughs> so we emotionally drain ourselves uh somebody like this could emotionally drain themselves but they keep trying and they keep trying and they keep trying and uh, visualize a scenario where they get a reading done and i let them know that listen your karma with your mother your karma therefore with moon is kind of you know you wouldn't you will have to just accept it so stop that in action not that you don't make the effort but stop expecting anything in return from her because this is something which has been happening since a very long time now the fruit of it is ripe uh, or rotten whatever you'll have to just pluck it and eat that fruit there's no other way in which you can change it so that in itself brought about brings about a little settlement in you that okay fine this is a fixed karma i can't do much about it so i'll have to accept the relationship that i have with my mother the way it is and this is just one example that i'm giving to you however still what i do recommend people to work uh, to to do uh, uh, to do for their fixed karma is that uh, a lot of times people are pattern breakers for generations right mm -hmm. so they're not healing themselves they're healing they have taken the pattern upon themselves for the generation which is usually what moon karma people have done that this stopped me right so even though you might not see the result of this particular thing or this particular uh, uh, you know remedy that i will tell you 
or uh, awareness that I will give to you in this life. But through you, people around you will definitely, and those who you are connected with, your children, your uh, family, they would see through you and you being the pattern breaker, you will break the pattern for those people who are around you, who are, who you can, you know, one thing that I say is each one of us is like a flower, that each one of us is emitting a frequency. And that frequency of ours is very personal to us. It's like a personal scent, right? It's our personal essence that we are leaving behind. And I'm sure you would agree that a lot of times you don't, one doesn't, like especially those ancient people, especially the legends, we remember them for what they have done. They might not even exist today, but mm -hmm. we remember them for what they have done, how they have made us feel. And that is how my friends, I have seen that working on your actions or inactions in a mindful way makes you a legend. So basically, where once we start uh, focusing from, divert the spotlight for the fixed termas from us to almost like a service that we are doing for others, that in itself is a Kriyaman Karma, which goes Kriyaman, which is the action that we can do in the now that helps us in the other karmic patterns of other life. Because that, because think about it, the daily actions that we are taking, they affect our decision making. So this very action of coming here and wanting to hear about uh, the topic that we are going to discuss today, which what we are doing is, which is Karma, you're taking back some information with you. But just think if you wouldn't have made this action. There are so many shows, there are so many, so much of information which is available out there. I'm sure there must be a lot of content out there on karma also. It's not about having that information. It is about in, in today's day and age, like where earlier we were struggling with the very idea of knowing what to do. Today, that struggle is not there. Today, the struggle is that now that we know what to do, are we doing it or not, right? So, which is again where that generational curse breaking up comes into picture. What's interesting is that this, uh, this, this, this word, this phrase has become so popular in today's day and age, breaking the curse for generations, right? But oftentimes I have noticed, and I could be wrong, you may put in the comment section if you feel that I am absolutely going off, uh, off the target here that we want to, a lot of us, a lot of people out there, they want to break generational curses. Obviously, why? Because they're suffering. They feel that they're deeply suffering because of that. It is where the curiosity, which is what happened with me too. I was deeply suffering because of certain things, which is where the curiosity came in and started to look around for these things. So, but however, whenever they're given a solution, they don't, they don't they're not ready to take that solution. Why? Because they want the solutions to be ready-made. We live in the day and age of quick fixes today, right? All you need to do is get some frozen food from the market and put it in the oven. And that's how we feel our life should be. That there should be one instant thing, one instant meditation that I will do, one instant music video that and an MP3 that I will listen to, and that should resolve everything in my life. So <laughs> my my submission to you on I just want to say really quick I want to say really quickly that does not work it's not going to be yeah. one mp3 it's not going to be one video it's not going to be one healing session that's going to fix everything in your life it'll start to fix stuff but then there's more work still to be done and that's you know a lot of people don't want to hear that they don't want to do the work they don't want to take it to take a long time 
they want it to happen now yesterday is really when they want it and um that you know I, i've said this before many many times and i'll say it again that is not kind to your body to your emotional body to any of your bodies if you're expecting major change total transformation in one second that is not ease filled it's not grace filled and it definitely causes you more stress so you know i'm definitely of the step by step <laughs> slowly you know keep going and then at the same time keep doing the work for sure yeah Alana, thank you for uh, pitching in here because one example to that what I give is that let's say there is somebody who has uh, concerns with the entire body. So they have, they're having a headache uh, and which is connected to maybe ulcers in their mouth and they're also having some stomach issues plus their hands are also aching, etc. Let's say so there is a problem in the entire body which is actually at the end of the day what suffering is. They go to a doctor and the doctor uh, diagnoses that there are these multiple things which is required and imagine if a person says that take me once in the operation theater and they operate my entire body so that tomorrow when i wake up everything should be healed as alara said that it that it that is not time to yourself that is not time to your body the body will never recuperate from it so there are no quick fixes here yeah basically in a nutshell that's what i wanted to submit there are no quick fixes here and in fact quick fixes are not good for us they're not good for our health there are studies which are being which are being done these days which are saying exactly that 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 processed food which which we are having in the microwave instantly cooked food is not good for our health right so this yeah. the quick fixes are also not good for our health and definitely when it comes to karmas definitely that uh, 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 you know which makes our entire tapestry which makes our entire canvas and we quickly want to rub that out it's not possible because you all should watch this movie it's called uh, oh did she freeze <laughs> now i'm curious what is the movie that she wants to us to watch and she's frozen oops but uh but because we have this minute i just want to say we are not doctors we're not giving away any medical information about anything but we are basically i'm basically saying is to take it step by step, one one thing at a time, and work on that. And sometimes that working on one thing takes more than those twenty one days. It, you know that the whole twenty one days to change a habit or whatever. That's not true. It's more like sixty something days, is is really how long it can take. Um, and so we have to be consistent with our with our our choices, with our healing work, whatever that happens to be. Uh, emotional healing, all the wounds that we have that we've been carrying, but all these things do affect our our past, our lineage, our past lives. It can as well as the future. So I am a practicing shaman uh, student, student of shamanism, and so I know that you can go back and change the past. I know not a lot of people want to hear that, but you can, right? And you and uh, and so when you can start to change the past that can help you change the present and the future moving forward, right? Makes sense? But it's still work that has to be done, right? It's still processing that has to be done. It's still emotional processing, mental processing, you know, on all levels. And that takes time. It can't all be done with like a flick of a switch or a snap of your fingers. Cause that again, you, you're gonna fry up all your circuits, you know, that, that won't work. And I'm, I'm just seeing if she's back. Uh, no, oh, maybe. No, not yet. 
We lost Neha for a minute, but I'm sure she'll be back in a second. So while we're waiting for her to come back, what questions, and I'm talking about, you know, for the people in Zoom land, because I do not watch the Facebook when I'm doing this, because I can't do two things at once. Uh, well, I can, but, you know, um, what questions do you have about karma, if anything? And I know in this industry, uh, some people have said uh, that there is no more karma, that we're not creating any more karma. I don't believe that. I don't buy that. I just, you know, but you may have your own idea about that. And um, when it, but when it comes to karma, present karma, past karma, etc., you know, when we were born into this reality, into this life, we did come with a a template of sorts of what we wanted to uh, experience, <laughs> what we wanted to clear, what we wanted to work on, and the, even though we forget, right, when we get here, I think at this point most of us can have figured out what that is for us, right? So just by looking at our past experiences from this lifetime alone, you can tell like what what are the lessons? Oh yeah, trust. Oh yeah, I need to trust more. Trust the universe, trust myself, trust other people. Um, and that's one thing, <laughs> right? And I'm sure there's many other things, right? Or you could, you know, get an Akashic Record reading or something from somebody and you can find out uh, in that way too what some of the lessons are. But, you know, karma... It's not going to end um, just like that. It, as long as I think, anyway, this is my understanding, as long as you are living, breathing on this planet at this time, you're going to be creating some sort of karma. We are trying to clear all our karma, absolutely, right? And we are doing that um, with all our healing that we're doing, with all the work that we're doing. But, and, we, and we are trying not to generate more bad karma, right? It's, especially, but, you know, it happens. You know, like one bad thought, it creates that bad karma. Just saying, I'm sure I had that this week <laughs> a couple of times. All right, Neha's back. I've just been rambling, Neha, while, you, while we were waiting for you to come back. <laughs> thank you, thank you, for Alara, for filling in. There was a network issue here. Yeah, so I was saying that we, and thank you, I mean, yeah, I did hear you when you said that every second, every minute, we are anyways creating karma, and no matter how much we try, uh, to ensure that whatever our actions or our inactions are, that they are in good, uh, you know, we mean well. But however, it is not always possible because our that's how our vision, no matter how peripheral we go, how wide view, how bird's eye view we take, we still don't know everything that is involved with everybody, right? Mm -hmm. We still are limited, as I was saying, by our body, by our brain, no matter how much we advance in science and so on and so forth. Um, and I was saying that, yes, uh, we all must watch this movie called Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Hmm. It is a Jim Carrey uh, movie and where they've spoken beautifully about uh, that how when we are going through suffering and especially if it's in relationship based, we feel that I wish I was able to erase that memory uh, with that person. And when it actually starts to happen with this character in the movie that how they start missing it because once we are dealing, once the concept of erasing karmas is what I'm kind of trying to deal with over here because that is not possible. Yeah. Because once you start doing that, and, uh, uh, you know, like, um, uh, once we start thinking that, okay, we will go back and we will just completely tether our existence from that particular thing, uh, what happens is that in the process, we lose the people we have met, what we have learned, the intelligence that we have gained also. We are today who we are because not just because of all the good which happened with us, but also not also the not so great which happened with us. 
so we are today so we are strong so our core is strong and i don't mean when i say today i don't mean uh, taking an inventory of today from my this life neha i mean my multiple lives and my multiple yonis as well and same for you that uh, the very reason why we are born where we are born or uh, with the circumstances that we are born uh, i know somehow it is human human brain to look at uh, only the negative because that's how we survive by knowing that what do we need to go on fight or flight for but the fact is that the very the, the good things that we have that we are that we have all our senses that we are able to speak that we are able to see we have roof under us uh, you know that there's a storm outside but we are sheltered uh, all of that is also because of our good because of our karmas only and uh, and actually a mixture of good not so good karmas so basically the idea is to uh, to try and understand that what is it that i can take control of in this life by making certain balanced out or certain it's almost as if you get uh, a paper which is which is crumpled and then you try and crease it out as far as possible if it would completely crease out then we will become one with the universe then it will be there will be no requirement of us uh, being tethered to our body or being grounded on earth then we'll be one with the universe right but even if there is one crease in our paper so we have taken birth and in fact taking birth as human being is is an opportunity because this is one form that we know of where we have maximum consciousness that we are aware that we are not at the mercy of nature uh, so to say and having said that mother nature is very kind and is very benevolent to those who give in but still saying that even if something is happening even if a phenomenon and is happening with us we have that consciousness for us to observe it right and then make a discernment that whether it is good for us whether we want to continue that in our generation or we want us to be the pattern breakers and we want to break it so imagine having that choice with us which actually speaking a lot of things in nature do not have that choice ants don't have a choice right whenever mm-hmm. they uh, as per the season they will have to do the hard work and create the entire stock that they will require when it is winters and uh, they will have to come out of their ant hills when it is raining because rainwater is inside their hill and they will like you know so animals ants plants trees they don't have a choice we have a choice and which is why uh, as far as the soul system is considered human beings are considered to be still above a lot of them uh, specifically when it comes to the element of consciousness right and as far as our vedic astrological chart is concerned just as every machine comes with a manual which will educate uh, the handler how to handle this particular machine you know in ikea you get those diagrams to show that this is how you put it together and this is how it will function best now the thing is not that it cannot be put together any other way uh, i was watching a couple of youtube videos where people were doing it themselves they were putting it together themselves i mean at the end of the day let's say if you've got something if you've got a table from ikea uh, and you want to may use that wood to make something else you can but the optimum utilization of that table and the way it is made everything is to make that table right so similarly for us also that manual is our astrological chart which is basically a snapshot of when we were when our soul decided to take birth what all were the energies around us which is reflective of by the placement of various planets in our astrological chart and of course when i somebody like me 
uh, when I'm reading the chart, I go much more in depth. We also go into nakshatras. Nakshatras are so basically if the planets are the bark of the tree, nakshatras and all are the roots of the tree. So uh, that which is that which is holding space for these planets, and therefore there is a particular generate. Uh, energy which they are generating and uh, and then there is a marriage of various uh, you know energy in our entire chart and this is how it is playing out in our chart this is what we need to kind of look back and clear in our chart uh, as far as possible in terms of relationships in terms of uh, balancing act in our life which we call remedies and in terms of uh, aspects such as even wearing certain color of clothes or uh, and and then there is this which will help you in the long run in freezing out your paper. So uh, we were speaking about MP3s where we did speak about how there is no quick fixes. However, what I have done is that uh, I'm also a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. So which means that I know the technique of reaching to your subconscious mind. So astrology helps me in understanding the concern and my NLP training helps me in understanding that what do I need to, what prompts do I need to, to speak out? How do you, what uh, language to utilize such that it reaches out to your subconscious level? Because that is where the maximum suffering comes from. It is that 90% of decisions that we make are made through our subconscious mind. So for that, I have created something very magical, very valuable. And uh, those, uh, I call them the nine, the seven planetary karma mp3s so uh, so you see when i was wanting this work to reach out to people such as you i also wanted to i also come from a background where um, even though i want to work i wanted to work on my karmic imprints but i also wanted to for them to work at my subconscious level so that it is not something which which i just do and i forget right and also something wherein, uh, uh, you see, it could be a bit easier for me. Not a lot easier for me. I mean, don't take me wrong. I was not looking for quick fixes. But something which would make it easier for me because that's how my schedule was. I was in the corporate world. I would I used to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. 7 o'clock, I used to be out. I used to be coming back at 10 or 11. So where was the time for me to do these remedies that I had to go to a temple or that I had to go to uh, donate something and all? I did not have that time, uh, that bandwidth. So, so looking at that background, today I have created these seven MP3s. And these MP3s are one each of these seven planets, which is Sun, Moon, Mercury, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Uh, and uh, uh, there's one, um, um, Venus. Mm -hmm. So these are the seven MP3s. And once you listen to these MP3s, last time we sampled the moon MP3, right? And people had beautiful results of it. They said, uh, uh, one of them even started to cry. The other said that I had never felt the kind of connection which I did with the lunar energy, which is what the moon energy is. And uh, there was one more who said that they were having a pain, a recurring pain in their head, which subsided. So you see, why were people able to see miracles? That was because that is how these MP3s have been created. I have brought together the wisdom of neurolinguistic programming, of astrology, and of music, because music is healing, right? So I've brought together these three, the wisdom of these three, and then created these MP3s. And which is why sometimes people go through miraculous shifts 
in their psyche over a period of time when they listen to that now that is something which will be available only with the packages here uh in terms of uh, uh, you know uh, the dna astrology reading and mm -hmm. uh, i have created we have alara and i we have created a package in which these seven mp3s will be available to everybody who decides to go for this particular package um and i will also in the reading i will tell you how to use those um however you can use all seven mp3s why because at any given point these planets are affecting us in any case because they are transiting they are moving through some or the other Mm -hmm. uh area of our life uh because uh, uh what we what we look at in astrology is one is the snapshot of our like which is my manual when i was born that is my fixed uh you know astrological chart and the other thing which is affecting me on a day to day basis are the transits which means that what is the what is the marriage what is the interaction which is happening with my chart and how at this particular moment the planets are moving around right so at some point So at some point, Saturn might be moving in my first house, which is where I could be facing a concern. Suddenly, I was joyous yesterday, and suddenly I have lost all hope today. How did that happen? So there is a possibility that Saturn is involved, and here you have your Saturn MP3 and Moon MP3. You put that on, and that is how you work on your psychology, and you're able to feel better. So this is how, right? So this is how this is how this works. of course i do completely understand that it it currently sounds like magical but that it is like you know my astrological guru used to say astrology guru used to say that if you <coughs> sorry take your time so in the meantime um i think i forgot to mention at the beginning if you have a question for neha you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat so i think we're going to probably go to linda who has a question um while neha takes a Right for a second. So Linda, what what's your what's your question? Okay, so at the wisdom group that I had on Tuesday, we were talking about the solar flares and how they're really coming in really strong right now and how we're going to be under that for the next what was it? 16 months or something like that, and it's supposed to be increasing the rays like from beta, delta, gamma, but more we're supposed to get be getting more gamma rays. So how would that affect a chart? um from most people and my birthday is december 4th 1950 i don't know exactly what that would do for me <clears throat> hi linda so i hi yeah. i uh, okay so when it comes to solar flares well solar flares um, i mean if you go to the nasa website or any website which is uh, uh, you know charting the sun you would realize that so solar flares have been happening all the time they are always happening <clears throat> i'm not sure how it will affect uh, a personal chart uh, but you must consider that sun must be placed in your chart somewhere and as i was saying i i just mentioned exactly that that how one is the chart that we are born with and the other is the regular changes which are happening in the cosmos due to the movement of these grahas due to the movement of those planets so wherever it is transiting uh, whichever which whichever house it is transiting in uh that will get affected and so, so I, I i just want to clarify so that means that when the cell the, when the solar flares are happening it depends like how it's going to affect you depends on what house you're in in the moment yes right uh, 
No, no, no. What? Not your physical house. What I mean is no. I know. I mean like that, like the astrological house. I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, not yeah. I'm not very good at astrology, so it's like I'm. I know I'm saying it wrong, but that's the aspect that's going to be affected. Like absolutely. Like yes, if, if, if today there's a major solar flare happening, depending on which house is functioning. I don't. I don't know how to yeah. say that myself. In in my chart, that is what. That's how I'm going to be affected, right? Absolutely. See, uh, uh, why is that? And that holds true for, in fact, every planet is just that solar flares is something which I have seen as a recent phenomenon that people have started to chart. However, uh, there are so uh, there are so many other developments. For example, on Jupiter, also recently, uh, on on uh, on Saturn, uh, the hexagon which was um, uh, you know kind of discovered on Saturn is a very recent phenomenon, right? So these things they keep happening. Uh, but coming back to the discussion on the solar flares, uh, see, sun has to do with our soul, right? Our soul desire. It has to do with the boundaries that we uh, we do or don't develop. Like sun has to do with the boundaries that we develop around ourselves because at the end of the day, it is the boundary. It is the orbit uh, which is holding us all together, right? Like in terms of the solar system also. So, uh, so wherever it is transiting through in our chart, the astrological house that it is transiting to, uh, it will have a direct effect on that particular house and also the one opposite to it because that's where it is throwing its aspect, right? Basically energy. So it's so imagine there was a dark room <clears throat> and you have just lit a candle there and now you have increased the potency of the candle by lighting, the, lighting it up 10, 3 times, right? So what is the effect that it will have? It will be, it will come more into light. So I does that make say, sense, Linda? I yes. would say, Linda, for yes. you, something will come more into light. You know, something that you will not be able to, and it goes true for everybody else also, that something more will come into light. Okay. Thank you. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Great question. Thank you. Um, yeah. And so what, what's important to, uh, what's important for everyone to know, especially right now, so like with the solar flares, with the Schumann resonance spiking so often as well, all that does affect us, right? But it's affecting us, it depends on <laughs> what's happening in our chart at, the, at that time, right? So it's, it's, it's not generate. And one yeah. uh, recommendation that I will give to you all, uh, especially these days, and now I think that holds... So um, I know if you all are aware, which I'm sure you all are very informed people, you must be, that Earth has a particular rhythm and that is 7.83 hertz, right? So uh, so whenever energy, so it's not always good to have so much light on you also. Like right now I have a ring light in front of me and if I increase the light of the ring light, it will flare into my eyes and I will lose my concentration, right? Mm -hmm. so, some, so sometimes that is also how the solar flares affect us. That's so much of light that it blinds us. So one remedy which I give to everybody and which might help you all is that try and be, uh, try and sleep on the ground as far as possible. Because the rhythm of, our, of Earth is also the rhythm of our brain. 7.83 and Earth is also 7.83. So imagine if somebody is putting a spotlight and this one is beating fast and the heart is beating fast and we are palpitating, there's a lot of energy. It's almost as if 1000 watts is being passed to a transformer, which can handle only 10 watts. What will happen? Obviously, people are feeling exhausted. People mm -hmm. are feeling weak. Immunity is getting affected. Right? So we won't go there. But 
just try and ground yourself as much as possible out of which one thing which i have seen working beautifully is to sleep on the ground because your body what flows through the entire body the blood and it is the blood the plasma in the blood which is responsible for our life force so when we sleep our body is healing which means that we are also we can also now uh, our body can align with the rhythm of earth okay and therefore when you will wake up in the morning hopefully you will feel better if you're feeling exhausted if you're feeling anxious because these were the concerns which were coming to me a while back that out of nowhere people have started to feel very restless very anxious of course lifestyle issues have something to do with it but this is something which i have seen working beautifully for them mm-hmm. yeah good awesome thank you yeah and the the whole sometimes the whole anxiety thing i think it was yesterday or day before yesterday i forget what happened but i don't know i was like totally exhausted all of a sudden like all of a sudden i'm perfectly fine suddenly I'm like so drained so exhausted i was like okay i have to lie down you know and then um really horrible thoughts really horrible thoughts not healthy thoughts at all but i was able to sleep and then you know once i woke up i was a bit better but it was like what the, what is this where did this come from and obviously it was strange to be honest and it's like oh my god you know so it's like sometimes we we don't even know what's happening where it's coming from we automatically go into it's me uh, there's something wrong with me i'm i'm thinking that i'm thinking the wrong thing i'm feeling the wrong thing and so then you put extra pressure on yourself whereas it could be you're being affected by something else going on right so could be the transits in 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 your chart it could also be you know somebody sending you bad vibes you know unfortunately which i think it might have been the case for me but when that happens what the best thing to do is to ground right is to like make that connection with the earth and and bring bring in that energy i entered a bad energy field yeah i don't know what happened <laughs> something happened and it was scary to be honest because i'd never felt that way before like i was anxious my my chest was heavy um i couldn't breathe you know really well which is, that has never happened to me before so it was quite uh you know weird so it's like the only thing i could think about that time was all right somebody just sent me some bad juju you know it's like ah. <laughs> it, was, it was bad so then i had to you know do something about it but um that 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 can happen i entered a bad energy field yeah whatever that means right because i was not doing anything i was just sitting there working on my computer you know maybe i maybe i got a nasty email i was talking about that earlier before we went live um maybe i got a nasty email that's possible that could have been that so you know we have to always watch be vigilant a little bit a vi- little bit vigilant a little bit aware of what is going on around us within and within us um randy says i love to sleep on the ground learned it camping um more than 20 years ago yeah definitely sleeping on the ground is very healthy no i know it's not comfortable always but it's very healthy even in india people that that's what they recommend is sleeping on the ground as much as 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 much as you can right or and or on a hard surface but definitely on the ground if you can it's going to help you ground and you can get those grounding mats you know and those grounding sheets and all that which i used to have but i don't know if they do anything uh to be honest but um you know 
do what you can to ground. That's always helpful. Um, yeah. Anybody else have any any question for uh, for Neha? Uh, you know, around any anything that we've been talking about, karma or um, etc. The planets, karma, the planets, whatever, whatever's going on right now. You know, I'm afraid to look. No, I'm not afraid. That's not the right word. I was sometimes like, I don't want to know what's going on out there right now because it's like I'm already just trying to keep myself level base. You know whatever like stable so it's like i don't want to know what's going on right now because i don't want to get caught up in in it you know whatever ha is happening so i don't always know what's happening but when some when i'm feeling down or anxious or upset then i will go and check and see okay what's going on is there something going on uh linda said you can take a stainless steel spoon and figure eight your feet to ground yourself if it's too cold outside oh interesting huh Okay, good. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> um, Neha, are you back? Yes, I'm back. Uh, the connection has been very interesting today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I was just talking about, you know, an experience I had this week and um, but definitely sleeping on the ground, grounding more. We're not grounding enough. We're still not grounding enough. And I know I've been complaining about this for years that everybody always says you're not grounded you're not grounded. It's like, oh, my God, I live out in the country. I'm always like I'm grounded. I'm not even in the city anymore. Um, but we're definitely still not grounded. We need to ground more. Yeah. Especially if we're working on computers and all that kind of stuff all the time. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. And one more thing that I would like to uh, mention over here is that uh, when we when we look at uh, the astrological chart and uh, I, I entered in when. I think you were mentioning that how sometimes we are worried about what we might find out, mm. right? And which is which is another thing why, which was also my experience, another thing why my focus instead of trying to find out what good, bad, ugly could be happening in the future, uh, took me to what is it that I can do about it? Yeah, <laughs> right? what, sure. uh, what yeah. part of it can I can what part of it can I take in my hand and start doing something such that I'm not so dependent on this manual which has been given to me because you know what? Um, that is not how information was utilized in the ancient times at all. So yes, there were cautions given, but there were cautions given only to the only to those who could have who were making decisions, long-term decisions for the entire, let's say, kingdom. So maybe it was given to the kings and the queens because they were deciding not just for themselves but for the entire kingdom. So mm -hmm. if the seers saw that this year is going to be such that there's going to be a lot of rainfall, they would tell it to the king or the queen and to both and not to the entire kingdom because they, they did not believe in fear-mongering. That is not how astrology, that is not how predicting the future was ever supposed to be used. It was a yeah. tool which was given to beckon upon on the humankind to see that in with this information, who do we reach out to who can make the best of that, such that better decisions could be made or accepted? So let's say if it was accepted that, okay, fine, it's going to be a lot of rainfall. The king was supposed to know that so that they could create enough bunkers, enough food items, enough storage or enough policies so that they can take care, so, so that the kingdom does not perish over a period of time, right? And which is exactly how DNA astrology today looks at it. It's not telling you that tomorrow 
xyz is going to meet with an accident or that they will not get a job so therefore no but they are saying that in this is what these are the sufferings in your life this is why it is happening these are the activities which you can do around it so that as far as possible you become stronger to accept that which is going to come for you in the future now imagine just being told that this bad thing is going to happen and that's it it helps nobody for example that for for example that you're going to be exhausted tomorrow fine <laughs> okay you know yeah. like what do I, how do you use this information instead what if somebody tells you that this is the reason this is what we see in your chart your karma is in relation to sun and therefore you might feel generally exhausted in life there is a general lack of vitality because of which this is this is what you can do and uh, and therefore uh, you can increase the quotient of vitality in your life you are averse to taking spotlight on you so for that this is this is what you can do so that you can become comfortable with the idea of uh, uh, having the spotlight on you instead of saying that because that you will not get the promotion why because you're not okay with taking even though you want the spotlight but you cannot take the spotlight because as soon as somebody puts attention on you you the your, the imposter syndrome gets activated right right so yeah. we go we are going in depth here and we are trying to find out why that not trying we are finding out that why that is happening and what are those mindful actions what are those mindful remedies the kriyaman karma the karma in the now that you can do so that you can come back because future does not happen because just like that it happens because of certain things which we are doing right yeah. or other people are doing and i think it's in important that you said about it's not just giving you predictions or this is this is what's happening and why it's happening but also at the same time giving remedies so that you can uh mitigate sometimes the effects or you know change you know uh the future outcome by certain actions so the the remedies are key because it's like yeah just knowing something is not is not helpful at all it's more about knowing it and then giving uh information wisdom uh techniques remedies etc that can help us to overcome or you know work with with that yeah. information yeah it's yeah. really important to have that i i do not like it when somebody just says something like oh yeah you were killed in a past life yeah okay and that <laughs> does not help me why are you telling me i was killed in a past life yes i'm sure i was but that and what can i do now about it, about that you know so um it's important to have uh you know you know some information and then some practical tools techniques actions that we can take because we want to move yeah. forward right we don't want to just be looking at our past and saying oh yeah this happened this happened this happened and then how is that affecting our life now and so then what can we do to fix it or change it or heal it or whatever move forward because we yeah. are always moving forward but the information from the past can help us to give us some some clarity give us some information give us some wisdom with the remedies the proper remedies to help us move forward it's always Absolutely. about it's yeah. about em empowering a person not disempowering by uh, just telling them oh this is what's going on this is what happened yeah. so, right that's not helpful so yeah. I, i'm i'm always about empowering people to move forward in their lives with grace and ease and you know something um that'll work not not um yeah not just info info is not enough yeah. also alara what has happened in today's day and age is that if you look at the media around right <clears throat> media is all about <clears throat> sorry media is all about problems that yeah. somewhere in this part of the world 
XYZ thing happened, so many people, this thing happened to them, that thing happened, uh, I mean, all of that. Only about problem. We're not discussing solutions. Yeah. And which is why what we expose, what the masses expose themselves to, because no matter how hard you try, you will still be consuming something out there, which is only the problem. And that is how our brain has now started to train itself. So often earlier when I used to tell people that I'm not predicting your future, like at least I can be aware, at least I can help myself. And I'm like, how? How will you help yourself? If I tell you that tomorrow you will get a demotion or tomorrow you will leave your job, how does this information help you? Because we have been trained to look only at the problem. Yeah. We are not trained to look at the solution. And in fact, the way we are trained is that solutions are an effort. And we are not supposed to make effort. Life is supposed to be easy. I mean, easy, effortless, and all of that, right? But who are we making this effort for but for ourselves? Don't we wake up in the morning and brush our teeth? We could live as our ancestors used to in the jungles without brushing their teeth. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know, like probably they did not even have the idea of brushing their teeth and their teeth were falling off, right? But we are not because we are making that effort. Why? Because now we know better, isn't yeah. it? Mm -hmm. We call ourselves evolved. So now that we have started to call ourselves evolved, we have so much information, so much so that we can even zoom into the sun and see what are the flares of that sun which are coming to us. And the curiosity has risen so much that how is that going to affect us? Now what to do with that information? How do we utilize it in our life? What are the, so this is what, uh, uh, with the MP3s and with the remedies is what I try to do with this work, that not just leave you with a problem, but also give a doable solution. Now, of course, at the end of the day, to do it or to not do it is again a free will choice of a person. Uh, but it, my job is to give it, my job is to make you all aware, which is what I have been doing since almost, seven plus seven to 10 years now. And uh, people have seen results, people have seen solutions, the kind of results how. Now, another thing which I would like to present to you that how do people see results of DNS college? So first top thing which they have reported back to me saying is that Neha, there was a pattern which was recurring. It used to just keep happening. I was probably changing job, but the problem that I was facing in each job was same or that I was getting married again and again, but the problem with each individual or each relationship is the same. So those patterns have broken because of the better decisions that I have started to make. Hmm. Yeah, and that's they important. would say that it's important. And the, uh, the other thing that they have got back to me is saying that there was, whenever uh, they were living their life outside in, uh, that whatever was happening outside of them was affecting them and their emotions and their decision-making, everything was dependent upon what's happening outside. So they say now they have started to live an inside out life, right? So instead of getting triggered by that mother who is not appreciating her, she said that now I have accepted it that it's there in my karmic registry, plus it's a fixed karma, I can't do anything about it. So I have surrendered to it. And she said, as soon as I surrendered to it, uh, it stopped affecting me as much. So even, so in fact, what she told me was, that yeah, even though you're calling it a fixed karma, but I, can, but I can right now see that how it does not affect me as much as it used to. So I'm, I'm not making my decisions around how my, around making my mother happy anymore. 
Yeah. So that so living an inside out life rather than an outside in life. And then the third thing that they said was also that because of all of this, they've started to attract better opportunities towards them. Right? Because they've started to put themselves. So let's say if somebody has a sun karmic registry and I have told them that there is this general vitality issue that you have where you do not wake up with the sun. You are either in a job. So such people are either in a job wherein they are going against the sun, which is that they have a night shift or whatever. So I give them certain remedies where they develop a relationship in a positive way with the sun as far as possible. So what they were, uh, so they, so this one started to attract a job wherein now they weren't having a night shift. It was a day job. She said, this person told me that 15 years, Neha, on and off, on and on night shift. I did not even realize that what toll it has taken on my health. And today, this person is in a job where it's a day shift job. So, you know, I mean, who would have said that a quality of life would drastically change because of this thing? So this person specifically used to listen to Sun MP3, uh, you know, because obviously this person was sleeping the entire morning. How do they create a relationship with the sun? So they started to listen to Sun MP3. Right? And then the sun, quantum physics says, right, that that which you start observing starts interacting with you. Its relationship mm -hmm. with you changes. That's what I'm saying. That is how these MP3s have been made. So, yeah, so that's what I wanted to let you all know. Awesome. So, Thank if you. If anybody has any questions or. Yeah, if anybody has any questions, raise your hand, type your question in the chat, then let us know what your, what your question is, and we can see if. Uh, how Neha can help you out with it. But in the meantime, as you are you know, formulating your questions, et cetera, um, let's just take a moment and talk about the packages really quickly while people are thinking about their um, question. Hold on, I'm gonna share my screen, give me one second. Um, yeah, oh, hold on. All right, so we have three packages, I think. <laughs> yes, three packages. So the first one is the DNA astrology reading. Package B is the DNA astrology reading plus the seven planet karma balance MP3s that we talked about. And then the third package, which we didn't talk about yet today, is the uh, DNA astrology reading, the seven planet karma balance MP3s plus the soul desire astrology reading. So all three of these packages are available, package B and C with a two and three month payment plan. And of course, if you are an Inner Circle member, please do take advantage of your 10 or 25% gift code. So is there anything else that you wanted to talk about these uh, packages? I think we talked about the astrology and, the, and the, the karma balance MP3s, but we haven't talked about the soul desire astrology. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. So let's... Yes. Just also, uh, also, while we are on these packages, I would also like to emphasize here, Alara, that how... Yeah, specifically, could you move a bit uh, up? Like, mm -hmm. I would just like to like everybody to know that how these packages are also highly discounted, mm -hmm. and uh, for the show, for everybody on the show. So, where originally, especially package C, where the original value is two sixty dollars for the Alara show for twenty four hours, it's available at two ten dollars. Right. Only. Yeah, and so for the original values. Yeah, then package B is normally 180 for a special offer of 145. So definitely you want to take a look at 
at all of this info and as uh, I mean I, I would you know if you can get package B or C that way you have the mp3s as well that you can work with on a regular basis um and then package C also includes the desire astrology reading and I know so many people yeah. want to know what their soul's desire is right why are we here what are we doing here etc right why did we incarnate so um so let's take a moment and talk quickly about that too we didn't talk about that yet yeah so soul desire astrology is uh, also a way of looking at the Vedic astrology reading uh, where the seers believed and they had seen that there is a burning desire which was unfulfilled of the soul in the past incarnation or whatever form it was in because of which that was the motivation of taking birth as you. So the circumstances that let's say Neha has around her, the parents, the country, uh, uh, the inner desires that she has, all of that has a reason. All of has, all of that is because it is aligned to that burning soul desire which she couldn't fulfill or did not completely fulfill in her past life, which have now been embedded in this chart. And soul desire astrology reading is exactly an emphasis on that as to what is it, what was your burning soul desire from the past life because of which you are you, because of which all those circumstances that you have aligned in your life have been so, and how you can align your life towards your burning soul desire. So just to give you an example, uh, and another thing which I would like to emphasize is that soul desire, often people feel that now that I know it, that I will, that immediately it will start opening up for me. And tomorrow, I now, with that information, I will put it over here. And from tomorrow, I will start aligning it that's not how it happens because uh as i said that these are circumstances through the circumstances that you are you've aligned around yourself you are anyways moving towards it yeah and we still have to take action right so just because we know this is is not enough we still have to take action we still have to move forward in some way right I, th I think we lost Neha again. Anybody have any questions about any of that or just anything, period, while we wait for Neha to come back? <laughs> any other burning question, Linda? <laughs> or Randy, any any question, Randy? <laughs> other than medical, you know, we talked about this at the beginning. I have a question. Sure, go ahead. So we all know Roy G. Biv. We Red, all orange, yellow, yeah. the colors of the rainbow and where they associate with the body. Now, yeah. we're silver and gold. Hmm. Where do you right. think silver and gold are, Randy? Uh, you know, as an advanced product healer, I'll say that gold is something that I can add to the other colors, like, like violet or electric violet with gold on the periphery. Mm -hmm. Or uh, relative to our higher self. And our silver thread, our cord to the divine, mm -hmm. uh, would be silver, and 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 gold is, you know, I don't want to suggest uh, <laughs> how we recognize ourselves as miraculous, other than uh, uh, name a way that you already know yourself as infinite, yeah, and then and then compile on that and have conversations about that. Uh, one way uh, they even came up today, the dream state. Uh, you know, do you believe that, you know, that's it, lights out, or do you know that sometimes you're out doing stuff? Right there is a way you already know with your mind 
Mm-hmm. We don't have to. You already know yourself as infinite. But yeah, and so with the mind, but that's not an experiential knowing, right? So that's just a mental knowing. And for me, that's not enough. Like we all know with the mind that we are infinite beings, but have you, you know, can you experience that at the, at the, you know, at the soul level, you know, truly experiencing it? That's what we're all uh, trying to do more, uh, right? Being that, embodying that aspect, right? So, so asking- so the question leads you in that direction, at least, which is really healthy. <laughs> Another way is uh, biophotons, mm-hmm. which is science. But again, you can't, like, just as you said, we're limited by the mind and that mm-hmm. uh, the experiential part of biophotons. I can say, you know, I know I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but it's, it's as you say, uh, okay, here's another way you know yourself is infinite. I suggest that insults are useless to my, uh, let's say, meta- Italian friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 here's a way you know yourself is infinite. There will never be a shortage of people happy to argue that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like you you know intellectually at the mental level that you are infinite. You at at your deep essence level you know, but your personality being that hasn't experienced it right so there's we can't even sometimes talk about it in words because our words are are very limited right and and how we can experience it how we can express it but with the silver and gold for me silver i have always thought of as like the root chakra right so the grounding part has always been silver for me um and then the the higher self or the uh yeah, the higher self and etc. The upper chakras for me have always been gold, right? So physically, you know, there's the body, and then and then there's the auric layers, the etheric layers. So those are those, you know, the the chakras are also in all those layers as well, because we are not just the physical body, which we know, right? We we know we're not just the physical body. So those other um, chakras are in our different bodies, right? But the silver and gold, you know, if we think about the physical body too, um, oh, I know, <laughs> I got it, I got it, finally. So you know how we were talking about the catechist at the beginning of the call before we went live, right? The uh, the Ida and, and, and the Pingala, right? So the sun and the moon, right? So the, the sun is the gold and the moon is the silver. Hopefully that helps. That, you know, kind of brings us full circle back to what we were talking about before we went live is neha back yes <laughs> so neha randy was asking about you know like we all we all know about the seven chakra colors but he was asking about a silver and gold as well how they fit into um yeah our whole system uh and even like even with the planet mp3s right they're um where, where, where do those colors fit in if anything i mean for me gold would be uh jupiter and um the moon would be silver that's true and in fact you know uh alara now that you mentioned i recollected that how as far as vedic uh system is concerned we believe that gold should be born only above the torso and silver should be born only below the torso <laughs> right mm-hmm. because uh, uh and that's again why because if you j- just look at gold uh that how it is it raises your energy up and as far as silver is concerned it's a subtler energy almost like the lunar energy of the moon 
it it makes us settle it makes us more relaxed mm-hmm. right so uh, so in our body also we have two systems you did mention nida and pigla plus we also have the prana and the apana energy mm-hmm. so prana energy is that which makes us go up it makes us more uh, you know aware and all which opens up our third eye chakra and all of that and apana energy is the downward energy and we all require both the energy by the way so the downward energy is the energy because of which we are able to give birth the very yeah. reason why we exist is because the baby can come out of the womb so that is the downward energy right yeah. our excreta yeah. comes out otherwise we wouldn't be we would be a cesspool yeah yeah that's true so the downward energy <clears throat> is as much required as the upward energy and uh, and both are uh, equally important so that gold is the one which pulls it up and silver is the one which it's just more within and more grounded so to say So yeah. So that so that's why Indian women wear pile silver pile and silver the bitchus you know on the on the toes are silver right yeah that makes sense okay. absolutely cool. and all the ornaments above for example bangles the neck piece the earrings uh, nose pins etc they're all gold in yeah. fact uh, I used to wear a silver nose pin earlier my guru asked me to change and. Uh, <laughs> And, and actually i could see uh, you know to be very honest alara i could see the difference that was much earlier in my practice and i used to stay low in energy uh, uh, recurring negative thoughts sad i wouldn't say depressed but sad um, and uh, always thinking the worst and i changed it changed it to now i'm wearing a gold nose pin and i could see that how it affected me over a period of time and as soon as i got to know that this is how it works so now you would see that everything above is gold everything below yeah <laughs> <is> <laughs> yeah makes sense awesome thank you great question randy because like we you know we we covered a few different um areas around the silver and the gold which you know if you hadn't asked the question i wouldn't have thought of it either and Yeah, so yeah. yeah thank you awesome and Good. in fact in the in fact in the ancient times just to add because it's a very interesting uh, concept the metal usage how our ancients used to use it so there were certain food items that they used to have in gold mm-hmm. um gold uh, utensils and yeah. there were certain items they were having in uh, silver utensils especially the sweet dishes and all <laughs> right yeah. and um, in fact they were making uh, there were deserts which had gold and silver work on them like there were there be very thin layer of metal yeah and uh, and one of the remedies that i know of as far as astrology is concerned that whenever somebody is feeling very very flared up anxious all the time restless or gets has anger management issues they can start having water in a silver glass mm-hmm. a silver not the color as in the metal silver a silver glass and that over a period of time will cool them down yeah makes sense totally makes sense yep i i love that and and that's the thing it's like um so but both both of those metals are are can be healing in some way right so we we need both right so if you can i mean i i know a lot of people they take colloidal silver and i know a lot of people that take uh gold supplements as well right and um for different reasons but the thing is it's like those are elements that our body also has and can absorb and can work with right so um i i love but talking and, about and that kind of stuff because it's so interesting it's different and also while that is true another thing which is true also is that each of us requirement is very different like some yes, might sure. require 
to pull their energy up and some might require to balance their energy. So each of us requirement, for some I recommend having water in a um, uh, clay pot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because, because that has a totally different kind of an energy. Yeah. So basically going back to the remedies, like how customized can we get? Because each of us requirement is different because one glove doesn't fit all. That's true. And so with your remedies, they're for, they're not generic. They're for that specific person based on their astrology, et cetera. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, based, that's... based on their DNA blueprint that comes because our yeah. DNA is our individual, right? Just as our fingerprints are unique, no two people's fingerprints, uh, they could come close to each other, but they're not same. Similarly, yeah. our DNA, we could be, um, uh, you know, siblings, we could be uh, coming from the same parents, but the DNA is still not the same. There is still certain change, shift. Yeah, so we basically, that is how science looks at it and how we look at it is that our blueprint of karma uh, is, is very unique to each other. We could have done it in a similar fashion, but it would still not be the same. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why it's so important to you know, get information that's specifically for you, not what's generic overall, but what's specific for you. The, the generic stuff may work and may not, but the specific stuff is going to work if you use yeah. the tools and, you know, implement what uh, what's given for sure. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Any other last last questions before we go? Anybody have any last burning question? I love that. Quite, I love that burning desire, burning question. <laughs> And in um, fact, I was just saying that uh, uh, similar to that of the soul desire also, that how uh, our soul desire could be, that it might feel like that it is pretty similar to the person next door, but still there are certain tools which you have, there are certain sets of set of skills which you might not have even explored that you have currently, which you right. thought you have, but you're like, you can't believe that you have. Like, for example, 10 years back, I... Actually, somebody had told me that yeah, eventually you will go and write and you will do this. You will be very interested in Shastras and Vedas and all. Ten years back, Alara, I did not believe that. I was a totally different person altogether. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say that you don't even, you, sometimes you don't believe your higher potential because you don't have a brain map of it. Slowly and steadily, life is preparing you towards it. But it's good to know. Like when I got to know about it and then when start, things started to... Um, kind of unfold for me I just realized that I'm in the right path because I knew it you know yeah. because somebody had predicted uh, uh shown me the path a long time back when right. I couldn't believe absolutely and that and that's the thing sometimes we don't know what our potential is until like somebody tells us and then we we actually start moving towards it if we're a little bit aware and following our guidance from our our soul and then we start to see how, oh my goodness, yes, this totally makes sense now. But 15 years ago, I would never have. Like I was, you know, working in the government. I was not doing this work at all. So it's like I did not know that I would ever be, you know, doing this. So it's like, no idea, you know. Uh yeah. And if somebody would have told me, I would have said, No, you're crazy. Why would I be doing that? I don't that's not me. I'm, you know, I, I'm not like that. I'm a shy person. I can't talk to anybody. What do you mean I'm going to be hosting my own show, talking to people all the time and, you know, can talk about anything pretty much. And, you know, like no, no issues. Um, I would not, I would not have believed them either. It's like, there's no way, you know, not the way I was brought up, not, not looking back at my childhood, 
how I was. And I used to be shy and I used to stutter. And it's like, oh my God, like, no. But now it's like, yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine not doing this. You know, it's like, oh my exactly. God. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So just, just remember that sometimes you may not know what is going to unfold for you, um, but be, and you can get some of that information through that soul desire reading. And then it'll it'll come into your awareness. And even that awareness will start to trigger certain awarenesses, certain actions, start, start, things will start to unfold. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> makes sense, right? So then you'll be have more of a buy-in as well. So, yeah, okay, this makes sense. I was told this long time ago, okay, yes, I'm on the right path. I'm going the right way, for sure. Yeah, thank you for that. Absolutely. All right. Um, so I think we I think I think we did good, Neha. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. We took some questions. And uh I I highly recommend, like I said, everyone, if you can take package B or C only because package B you get the MP3s and package C you get the MP3s and the soul desire reading as well. In package A, it's just the DNA astrology reading, which is also wonderful and good, helpful, but you know, like I want you to get have more, more tools, more remedies, more, you know stuff that you can work with. So please do take a look at those packages. Um, and don't forget your gift code if you're an Inner Circle member, okay? And thank you again, Neha, so much. This was wonderful. I'm so glad you're feeling better. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And uh, thank you everybody for your questions and for being here with us today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, but later in the afternoon. <laughs> Regular time, later in the afternoon, okay? So thank you so much, everyone. Um, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lara. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Neha. Have, have a great day, afternoon, evening. Bye, everyone. <laughs>